Feliz Año Nuevo a todos. Happy New Year to all and welcome to episode 11 of Hablamos Fuerteventura. In episode 11 we're going to talk about experiences in Fuerteventura over Christmas, what we got up to, the state of the play on the island uh, and other things around Fuerteventura over the Christmas period. First of all, we'd like to apologise. We'd like to apologise for all those people who couldn't get across to First Venture over Christmas for various reasons, including uh, English government, Spanish government, restrictions, etc. We know quite a lot of people will be disappointed and not be able to travel and not be able to get there and it will have ruined their Christmas. We were the lucky ones. We managed to get across for two weeks, um, coming back on the 2nd of January, so we'll talk about our experience, what we got to go up to, uh, what we enjoyed, new things we did, and talk about some of the restrictions in place that uh, we had to endure while we were there. And we will talk about the island uh, and try to keep it positive because a lot of sad things going on at the minute. But we will try to keep this um, podcast episode as positive as possible uh, about Fuerteventura and uh, what we enjoyed. So, first of all, Owen. Uh, we'll have to talk about testing. Uh, I know testing is a big thing at the minute, uh, and you have to got tested both ways now, both going well, in and coming out. What do you think of that? Well, going in you definitely do, but we've not had enough information about coming back in yet. But we've not. not it's it's the it's rumored that it's going to start, but we've not had an official start date. We haven't had an official anything. But we know the government are going to bring testing to come back into the UK. Yeah. And at the moment, to get into Spain, despite everything, it's only residents only. At the minute, yeah, which has been extended. And we don't know how long that's going to last for. But it might be another month, might be two months, might be three months. But it has been extended. I thought you were just going to say you're going to keep it positive. Well, keep it positive wherever possible. So let, let's just talk about testing then. Um, we had to get tested before we went out, along with many other people. We did chose the testing at East Midlands Airport after ordering a pack to be tested at home, which never turned up. By confirmed testing. By confirmed testing. What a awful company, and we will say what an awful company. Um, fortunately, um, because it didn't, because we got nothing off them, I, I chased it through, and we did get a cancellation, and we did get our money back. Uh, I know some people haven't, uh, and I know I, I'm not sure about that company they exist anymore, but what a catastrophe that was. Mm. But eventually we did go to uh, Collinson at East Midlands Airport, uh, and it worked out fine. So just talk about the experience there, Owen. Well, you need it 72 hours prior to departure. So we departed East Midlands at, was it 2 o'clock? On a Saturday, yeah. Saturday at 2 o'clock. So we, when did we do our tests? Thursday morning, 9 o'clock. Thursday, 9 o'clock, which they said was in the limit for the 72 hours. Yeah, so we travelled tra- an hour and a half to East Midlands Airport for the test on the Thursday morning. Yeah, and we were there before they even opened. Yeah, we were first, second in. Second in queue. Um, so you park, you park up at car park one. Obviously, we just talked about East Midlands. We know Collington are expanding to other airports. I know they're taking over Heathrow at the minute with testing, so they are the leading airport testers. I know we've had mixed reviews on 
the one at Liverpool, we had quite a few mixed reviews, but Collington were fine. Um, what's the testing centre, which were signage up, you know full well where you're going. Um, went in, had the test done. It were, I were a bit unsure about happening as they were being trained. I thought they would have had it all sorted there and then when we turned up. I weren't a massive fan of that. Yeah, but you, you'd had two tests previous. You know, you uh, yeah, I've had... Oh, I've done is had COVID tests. Um, swab, you know, swab back your thumb. Standard PCR, yeah. If you've yeah. never had it, it's... You were all right. I got the first... It was his first ever test that I got, and I've got the tonsils. So yeah. <laughs> it took ages to find mine. But it's we got it through. Swab uh, back at your throat and each nostril. Ten minutes, that's all it took. Mm-hmm. And then you're out on your way home. Um, hopefully the price is going to come down because it was £99 but hopefully the price is going to come down as more and more testing gets done uh, and, and the more to the more to different move to different type of tests um, obviously because you're not being tested for symptoms you don't need to isolate until you get your results because it's a private if you're privately tested for symptoms and you do need to isolate but you don't because it's not private testing well it is private testing but not because of symptoms so you can do whatever until you get your results now this is the bit that we absolutely dreaded, the waiting for the result. Yeah, we waited, didn't we? Waited and waited. Every hour, checking emails, logging on to your little login thing off their website, which we weren't too confident about as our booking just said, uh, booking confirmed, it never said we'd done the test, it never said that we received the test. We were a bit, it was a bit of a nightmare. It was, we got results back. Six o'clock Saturday morning. Six o'clock Saturday morning to fire at two. And you were awake all night, weren't you? Okay. Yeah. Every hour I was checking. So we got results back six o'clock Saturday morning, all negative, but we sure we couldn't travel to East Midlands and fly to Virtual on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So very chaos chaotic. Yeah, airport experience weren't great this time at East Midlands. Normally it's fantastic. The airport were fine, it would it was Ryanair. It was Ryanair boarding. boarding, to be honest. Tried to board two flights at the same time next to each other. Um, next, next to each other, two flights going out, no social distancing, everybody queuing. They did check the fact you've had a test, a negative test prior to um, getting on the plane, which was good. Uh, they did check everybody's, but as I said, it was just chaos mm. with two flights going out together. So, um, memo to Ryanair, just be careful where you, where you, where you go. I know you've cancelled a lot of flights now, but when you start up again, just be careful because that was chaotic. Uh, we're a fan of Ryanair. We don't. We love Ryanair, but um, and I did put some negative feedback on when they asked me on my review of the flight. But don't let it happen again because you were poor. And they did check both your negative fit to fly certificate, so not just your result. It had to be the certificate. Yeah. With your name that matches your passport and your Spanish health QR code, they checked at East Midlands to make sure you have it. Check that as well. Yeah. So, so you uh, need them both yeah. before you're even allowed to board the plane. So flight were good. That one, I think, 100 people on the flight. Yeah. Uh, mm. It was a Saturday before Christmas, so we did expect plenty of people to go, be going out there. It was the day before the Spanish actually stopped the UK people flying into Spain. So it was the day before. So we, we were, the flight was quite good. The number of people on it. Experience when we landed, we think we're good. Busy. I thought airport quite busy. We had to queue for it slightly longer because people were checking your certificates and your um, 
Fit to flash certificates. Did you get both checked? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, we did get both. I checked. don't think they checked the COVID-19 test. They didn't check the certificates. They only checked your Spanish health QR form. Did we get a um, temperature check this time? Can't yeah, they were gone. You just yeah. don't notice it. Right. So you we just got don't notice it. And we had passport check as well. Passport check. Passport QR check. check and temperature check. Yeah. And then all systems go... Um, straight through. Straight through then. airport as normal. Obviously, masks need to be worn at all times in the airport, on the flight, and at the airport there until you're outside the airport. And even then, you should keep it on because you're in Spanish territory and you know their rules are have it on at all times while you're out. What surprised me when we got there was that um, it wasn't as busy as it normally is, yet the first time we had to queue for a taxi. Mm. Not noticed that before, we had to queue no. for a taxi. So, whether there's not as many taxis operating, not as normally, uh, or what, I don't know. We had to queue for a taxi. Not a problem. 10, 15 minute queue, but it was fine. But it was very surprising we had to queue. Uh, yet the um, car aisle was full as well. Car aisle was full, plenty of people booking cars, yet there were no taxis about. So whether that's the things to come uh, for the island, we'll have to see. But uh, yeah, um, I would have thought the flight... No real inconvenience at all, really, on was it? No, well, the fight's a fight. Yeah. The Ryanair's the same all the way throughout. You can't... Nothing has really changed. They all set their own rules on it anyway. Some ask you to press your yeah. belt to the toilet. Some say, yeah. don't bother. Yeah. It, it just depends. Apart from the bugbear in, in, with the flights going out together. Yeah. You don't have two flights going out at the same time. In very yeah. close proximity. Two gates next to each other. In what isn't massive space, but no, yeah, oh, it was happened. It's gone. It was, it, we, we got there, yeah. we, got, we there. got there fine, no problem. So, obviously, now the rules have changed, so it is residents only, Spanish residents and Sp residents of Spanish territory can go, um, which obviously is unfortunate. Holidays have been cancelled, it has been extended. What's your thoughts on that? The, the reason they've done it is because all countries have done it because of this new strain of coronavirus in the UK, which no one could have predicted. It's a new strain that no one has done any development on. We didn't know it would come in. And I think the fact that scientists have proved that it is more spreading, it's spreading more easily, more contagious, I think... Countries that have made the complete right decision. I know if it was somewhere else, we'd have done the same. I, I, I totally understand that. And I know it's that we're in a pandemic and it's awful and there's people dying and it's terrible for people. But you have to get tested before you go to Spain. It's not as if you're going straight in without being tested. Mm. You have to prove a negative test. So why the Spanish government over Christmas, their biggest period for the Canary Islands, their biggest period for tourists, put that in place. That, to me, they shot themselves in the foot. Uh, I understand why they've done it. I understand they want to keep it safe and in the small islands, but a lot of businesses were relying on British trade over Christmas and the shops all over the foot. A lot of British people who were negative, who had done the testing, couldn't go out there and had their Christmas ruined by the Spanish government. Uh, and as I say, I can understand it, but they have shot themselves in the foot. Uh, maybe waited a fortnight till after Christmas. Obviously now they have released the new rules uh, set out by the Embassy of Spain in London, saying that they're aware of the current travel restrictions for British national, nationals who reside in Spain. 
uh, so, so just for clarification from the Embassy of Spain in London, the registration certificate, so the green certificate that we have, residency cards, and the new TIEs are valid proof of residency for a UK national who wish to return to their homes in Spain. They must also have a valid passport. Also, UK nationals who can prove they've started the residency process but have not got their new TIE card should also be allowed to board flights to return to Spain. Now, even though they've put this on, airlines are still not letting you travel. I think that's me sorting out. Weren't it British Airways and Iberia that got a problem? They've all messed up. Aren't they on the same coach, yeah? I'd be in British Airways, yeah. yeah. So it might have just been that coach, yeah. So if you go onto our Facebook page and if you need proof, we have shared the um, document from the Embassy of Spain which you can take with you to prove that your green residency card or TIE or um, Resguardo de Estelicidad or Renovation de Torre de Extranario, if you've got that wow. piece of paper. I'm impressed. Whew. If you've got that piece of paper saying that you're in the process of getting residency or the new TIE, you should be allowed to board that flight. But what I did hear, I did hear from a few people who were over there, and some some of the, the older residents, they weren't aware of the rules, and, and they weren't aware of um, some of the Brexit rules either. So I, we're going to try and do a podcast in the near future, an episode talking about the rules and regulations and new Brexit, and probably try and get to an expert on to talk to us and talk to everybody about what the new rules are because there is still some confusion out there even though Brexit's gone um, we are into the transition period's finished there is still some confusion out there so we'll do a future episode on that yeah um, so in other news while we were there regarding Wiz cancelling yeah uh, I've nearly swore there yeah Wiz Air and we, we have actually promoted this on this podcast flying from Doncaster uh, I've actually cancelled uh, their route to Fuerteventura after Easter after May next year which is a, a, a devastating blow certainly to us mm. but to a lot of people um, I have tried to speak to Wiz about it uh, all they've said it, it's route requirements or, or route decision I will try and find out further and hopefully they will put that route back in place because Apart from Ryanair, there's only Wiz um, looking at, I've got some schedule from just from Luton now. Mm. Um, so I can read out the proper statement that they sent us. Obviously, we contacted them with regards to the Doncaster Sheffield's First Ventura 2021 summer season route. They said, Hi there, we update our schedules in order to better fit the demands of our customers in the current situation. So, to put it basically, no one booked that flight. We did. Yeah, we did. Ain't that enough? No, obviously I'm not. I'm sure other people booked that flight. Obviously not. Uh, I'll find out. Obviously not. We'll find out in the oh, we'll put. We will get a response from them, a proper one. We'll try and get one here. Actually justify it. Yeah. God, I'm, a bit if you are, I'm a bit political today, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> if you are unfortunately affected by the cancellations, please keep an eye on booking information, check your emails, your app. You should receive a uh, notification. How did we find out about ours? The app, I think, told us. Oh, we got an email. Did you get an email? We got an email. An email from Wiz. Well, at the moment, uh, people can't fly in because they have to test. People can't fly out because they have to test. 
it's a bit of a pain at the minute. And, it is and, now and, and while we're talking negativity, we do, we will talk about um, uh, the island, and it, it is sad there is quite a lot of closures out there. A lot of um, certainly retail is closed. It's sad to see. Um, I, I took some photos and we put some photos out with this episode, but it is sad to see quite a lot of retail closed down for the foreseeable, and um, probably for the long term as well. Uh, quite a lot of the bars and restaurants are still open, both in Coralek and Coletta. We did see that, and Lord Harville, and uh, we did see that, but quite a lot of retail shut down, which is sad to see. Um, through the current pandemic, through lack of custom, through lack of footfall, uh, through lack of people. So just let's hope that this is going to get sorted out sooner or later. The vaccines rolled out across Europe. It's got there. It's in Canary Island. That's, that is quite good to watch. I don't know if anyone follows the um, health team of First Venture on Facebook. They do share the vaccines getting to all the islands. Every single island has received it now and started administering it. Yeah, it's the vaccine for Europeans. So we can fly in there. Uh, and then we can take away all these restrictions and get people flying again. We're uh, on it. The UK's on it with vaccines. Yeah, we want to get make sure the aviation should last so people can fly and, and get back into it. So I'm sure it will happen. I'm sure uh, Ablin must first ensure a prediction by end of May, June, July time. We'll, we'll all be flying back. We're looking positive on this episode. <laughs> we'll all be flying back. Um, hotels will be back open. Um Shops will be opening again. Bars and restaurants will be flourishing. That's our hope and wish for 2021, and I'm sure it's going to happen. We do hope. Um, yeah, so in terms of tourism there over Christmas and the rules, how did you feel it all went? I was fine with it. Um, the British people out there had got masks on. They were distancing. Obviously, there weren't the same number of events on. Um, there weren't the, the New Year events, there were very few Christmas events. We didn't really see any bars and restaurants packed full. There were a couple in the evening, but they're the ones the locals use, or, yeah. or the expats congregating. Uh, we didn't see many, many bars and restaurants full, but there was a total lack of footfall there. And it, it was obvious? Yeah, wow. on the beaches, the beaches weren't full. The beaches were quiet. Uh, but people were on there enjoying themselves, and the weather was lovely. For uh, the most part. For the most part, um, 22, 25 degrees, it was lovely. But it was the quietest I've ever seen it. If you remember, remember last Christmas, how busy it was, with all the activities on for kids, uh, with all the activities on in the squares, uh, mm-hmm. the music blaring out. It was lovely. People in Christmas hats. There just wasn't that same atmosphere this year. You can understand that because of the year we've had and the lack of people. Uh, but we'll have to say the place was just as good as ever. Mm. Just didn't have that atmosphere. No, it'll never stop being a fabulous island. It's just, just as good as ever. Yeah. So, what do so we... that, that's Coletta. That's Coletta. That's well, Coletta well, was the same. We, we spent some time in Coralecco. It was a lot quieter than normal. Uh, El Campanario on the Sunday when the market was on. Brilliant atmosphere there because they've got music on. But there wasn't the same number of people as there was normally on a Sunday. Normally it's rammed. You can't move for people on, on that market. But it was easy to walk around. It was distanced. There weren't people in the shops as there were normally. 
everybody got masks on, there were music on. Quite a number of shops had shut down, which was sad to see, including your favourite. Fund Grube has shut down in the El Campanario. Headlines story, but uh, it, was, it was very, very quiet. Uh, the main street was quiet. Uh, walking up and down the main street, mainly Spanish people. You didn't get the tourists because there weren't any. Uh, we've even we've people in town entice us into into the shops. Well, we've never had that before. Mm. We never needed it. Uh, so it, it was sad to see. Uh, there was people walking on the front as normal. The bars were open, the restaurants were open, but not as many people in as normal. So hopefully they will survive. Hopefully they will survive till people can start going out again in, in numbers uh, and tourism can improve. I must say though, when we went... right? Yeah. <laughs> when we went last Rotonda Shopping Centre in Puerto Rosario, I've never seen that so busy. But that, never seen that yeah, so that, busy. That were, that were the locals, weren't it? That were absolutely, that were heaving. But, that, but that's like a normal shopping centre in Central Leeds or Central Manchester. But it was heaving. It's where the locals shop. But it were heaving. Yeah, it, were, it come to Christmas. It were heaving. Were any shops shut in there? I didn't see any, did you? No. No, no shops were shut, they were all open, but in, and it were busy, it very was, busy. It was very busy, yeah. I put in, it were packed, people were doing, people were doing the full shopping for Christmas. But you got to think, Spanish nationals don't have Christmas on 25th, theirs is on the 6th. But they're shopping early. And it's yeah, they still their, celebrate on the twenty fifth. They still celebrate on the twenty fifth. They just don't have presents and stuff. And there were cruise ships in as well, which I'm surprised about. They're going between that. I found a new hobby over there. Oh, you have, yeah. You were talking about. I've started looking at cruise ships, and I got a bit bored, so I just kept. We it started that one night where we saw one out at sea, all it up. Yeah. So I just download, I've got every app, I can track any form of transportation on my phone now, bit weird, but straight away downloaded a marine tracker app and I'm tracking up ships, they're going between the islands. There, were a lot of, there was a lot of crew, I was surprised how many there was. They're going in between islands at the minute, whether it's to keep the engines going, they are just going in between the islands, obviously Fred Olsen, Armas is still running as normal anyway. Um. But there were quite big ships, and they are going in between all the islands. But that was a massive cruise ship in Puerto del Rosario, aren't they? Yeah. Mine Shift 2, it was called. German. Right. So are they, have they got people on then? Or just it, it, it'll have crew on. It's obviously got to have crew on. But it depends whether they're operating inter-island services or they're just doing it either for cargo or just to keep the ship going. It, it could be anything. Very interesting. But that one you saw was going between Fuerteventura Ventura and Gran Canaria every day. Oh, right. So we did see loads of them. Mm. Just on it. It more than I've ever seen before. Made up for the lack of planes coming in. Mm. Still planes coming in. Still watch them. We will always watch them. I'm always watching. So what else did we get up to while we were there? The south. Well, you've got to say, we didn't hire a car. For the first, what was it, two weeks? Well, normally we had a car when we get there and we spent two weeks with the car. We didn't this time. Uh, and we had no plan to. Well, we didn't have any plan to. One, because we tied to know to reason prices weren't as reasonable as normal. Uh, for whatever reason, maybe because they were expecting more people. And so we didn't feel we needed one. Because mm. normally we had a car and then just took the Mercadona uh, little food shopping in it. Or, or the two uh, 
shopping imported on Rosario our trip to Calico but so we didn't feel we needed one and the food shop and we got to use a taxi but then you woke up on the last two days to go home and you woke up and said oh, we're getting a car yeah because we didn't need to go and get we, we wanted to go and get something so we wanted we, to go to um, Ideal yeah and the weather turned it was a little bit mm. dull so we thought for three days we'll get a car and um, we had a car and we went to explore the bottom of the island. We've been once before. We're, we've been to Morrow Highway before. What do we call it? Morrow's Bubble. Morrow's Bubble. But Morrow's we went Bubble. down there. Um, and when we got there, we went for a day trip to Morrow's Bubble, as you call it. Morrow's Bubble. And then as soon as we got there, what did you say? Let's go past them to the bottom of the island. Yeah. What a fantastic idea that was. Well, the only reason I want, wanted to go to the bottom of the island is because of the abandoned airstrip runway that's down there that we didn't even get to go and see because it's not where we thought it was. Well, can we say we got to Morrow Harbour? It took 50 minutes from Coletta to Morrow Harbour and you said, let's drive past them to the bottom of the island, it won't be far. No, I don't think it was. For, I didn't know 40 the... minutes later, yeah, but I didn't know. around every dirt track. I didn't know what the... It wasn't even a dirt track, was it? It was just... I didn't know what the road was like. I thought it was a proper road. But to be honest, I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Um, it was like rally driving at times. It was. In the Citroen Cactus. Everybody, you've got to do it at least. If you're not done, you've got to do it at least once. Drive right to the... Um, very bottom. Very bottom to the um, lighthouse. What's Which it called? is called? You ju I told you to get the name before we started. What's it called? Faro de Punto Gandia. Right? I'm thinking Faro in Portugal for me. Faro de Punto de Gandia. Punto de Gandia. Lighthouse, right at the bottom. Nothing. Go to my new. What? Go to my new. Yeah, nothing there. Apart from the lighthouse. <laughs> but the views are fabulous. Mm. There's a nice little village. The, the views from the lighthouse are fabulous. Mm. The waves crashing from the seas are well worth seeing. Uh, Massive that, surfing waves. Yeah, a lot of surfing waves. I thought there'd be beaches. There weren't any beaches right at the bottom. No. Quite a lot, you could, Passed quite a lot of beaches on the way there. Mm. And then we found a lovely, what was the village? Puerto del Carmen. Yeah. Village. It wasn't Puerto del Carmen. What? It, it, we don't even know. There were no signs. There were no, it was just, it's the it big, wasn't a it's village. It's the biggest village in the bottom of the island. Inhabited village. It, it was tiny. It was just a few houses. And a few caravans. A lot of caravans. Yeah, there were a lot of caravans. Um... But it was lovely. Mm. We, Puerto we, de la Cruz. Puerto de la Cruz village. Uh, now, there is two cafes there. Uh, both of them, one was full, one wasn't full. We've got a captive audience. By the time you've driven to the bottom, seeing the lighthouse, you're, you're desperate for a drink and a sit down and, and a walk. Uh, so we walked to the cafe. Lovely cafe. It was a fish restaurant, actually. Mm -hmm. um, got a full menu, it's all fish. Uh, we didn't have anything, we just had drinks. But it was nice to just sit there and look out, um, speak to the locals, speak to the local donkey. Oh, that was weird. Do you want to explain that? I can't, there's, I can't, there's nothing to explain. I can't explain that. It was just, we were sat there and someone walked the donkey through the restaurant and parked up in the car park. He took his donkey to the restaurant. Yeah. Uh, and then let it walk, wander around the car park. Must be low. Must be what they do down there. Mm. Take your donkey for a take your donkey for a day out. Mm. Yeah, but apart from that, there's nothing there. Well, there is because if if, 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 if we'd have gone off the off the drag, off the strip, 
possibly whatever <laughs> or whatever road it was called, dirt track, mm-hmm. onto the other dirt tracks down to the coast of Inbillion. Mm. But it it, it it didn't feel safe enough. It was lovely. It is like rally driving. There's no straight roads. No. It's all bendy and windy. And you have to dodge other cars coming the other way. So be very, very careful if you do it. But it is well worth doing. Mm. Well worth the trip. So that, it to everybody. Do it at least once. So that's after Mara Highway. You go all the way right to the port and then you just turn right up a hill. And then you get to a point where the road just... Signpost of Coffee Tea, isn't it? Mm. But we didn't go there. But it's well worth doing. Mm. Uh, and then we came back and spent some time in Morahable. Mm. What, what do you think to it this time? Just dead. It was very, again, it was like everybody else. Hotels were shut. Uh, very few hotels open. Most of the shops were open. There were more designer shops in, I thought. Mm. A bit like Coraleco, really. Um, I mean, we don't have that, not that kind of shopping collector, but. Um, Plenty of shopping if you wanted it. Mm. But there were, again, there were quite a lot of shops shut down. I think you've got to recommend where we had dinner. We've got to talk about it. Well, we didn't see many bars and restaurants, but we ended up at what, what was that shopping centre called? Ventura. Ventura Shopping Centre, right on the north end of Monahable. Very few shops in it, but there's a fantastic little sports cafe. That we The first time we went to Monahable, we found it by accident. We weren't looking. Yeah. And we just thought, oh, we'd sit here. And then we went back there this time. What, what did we have? One burger. Chips. You had a burger, chips. Two bocadillos, big bocadillos. I had, yeah, we had, there were two big baguettes. What did I have in mine? Mine were a full, like, club, chicken, bacon, yeah. everything in it. One, the other one was um, pork loin. Yeah, with three drinks. Yeah, three drinks, and it came to 12 euros. <laughs> Absolutely. So if, you, if you want a bargain, uh, it was nice, it really was nice. Yeah. And the police were eating there, so we knew it were, it were where up locals go. Bargain of the century in uh, Monohable. Ventura Shopping Centre. No else there really is there. There's a spa. There's a spa. Most of the shops are shut down. Not yeah. all. Not all. I don't think most of them opened actually since the shopping centre opened. Mm. We had a lovely walk down the front, down past the um, lighthouse. And the um, ubiquitous fish, fish uh, skeleton. Mm. And then we just kept walking all the way up that road. Quite sh- oh, like the hotels shut, nothing open. It's a lovely beach, and the harbour's fantastic. Mm. Very good look view of the harbour because you got both the ferries are in, um, not going anywhere. But the harbour's brilliant. Mm. So it's the, it's the second time we've been, but it's the first time we really spent some time in Mojave. But yeah, highly recommended. Uh, we will do it again uh, next time we go, actually, because um, I'd like to see it lively again. Mm. And then on the way back, we called it. What's it called, though? If. It begins with a Z, doesn't it? We went to the sugar house, the. Icing House. Icing House. We'd heard about the Icing House. Uh, we wanted to see it, so we found it. We took some photos. Mm. Bit out of the way, bit hard to find, but um, apparently it's been voted as one of the top ten uh, unique houses in the world, so we had to find it in some plan and see it. I found it. 
very easy, very easy to find. So the village it seems very small. You've just said it's a bit of a trek, hard to find. Once you get there, it's easy to find. You said it's a bit of a trek, it's quite hard to find. And then you straight away said it's easy to find. Well, it is really. Once you know what the village is called, where it is. I can't even find it on the map. Equinozo or something? Yeah, Equinozo. Equinozo. Equinozo village. Mm. So if you're down there, well worth seeing. It's right off a um, motorway, isn't it? It's there. Yeah. Yeah, next to the um, SPH Club Barrio Subblaya. Equinozo, if you're down there, just north of Morahabla. Yeah, so what else, what else were different this time around? What else did we see that were different? Obviously, the, uh, there, were no cere- there were no Christmas celebrations or no. New Year celebrations. We weren't there for the Three Kings. We weren't there, we came home for the Three Kings. We actually weren't sure when we would get home, but we did. Back to England. Um, what's that look for? We just got right close to the mic. Oh, right. We did, we did, we did, we did get out and about. We went into Puerto del Rosario. We did our normal walk round the town, um, round Coleta, so people saw us. As I said in my last podcast, Christmas Day, I had my turkey hat on. Lots of people that saw me in my turkey hat, smiled at my turkey hat. Did you, had some, you had some photos as well, didn't you? I, I put a photo on my turkey hat. Yeah, but people took photos. People, oh well. yeah, people took photos of me in my turkey hat. Probably didn't know it was me from Abu Mafet's Ventura, but a lot of people saying, <laughs> Can I take a photo of your hat? It was it's a talking point. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that's about it. Because the weather, at the end, the weather did turn quite crap. Bit of rain. Disappointing, not crap. But crap weather for an holiday, bit of rain. We had a clean as well, though. It's, it it's wasn't as bad as it's been now. It's no, it was really a, it was bad. A light Kalima, but we did have Kalima. But weather at minute's been really bad there. We had storm type weather. So we did quite a bit of walking. Uh, I mean, one one place you've never been before, but we did walk to. Yeah. Like Selena del Carmen. Mm. You thought it was wonderful, didn't you? I did. I really enjoyed that. We we've drove past it because we used to stay on Selena's golf course. I went out for a walk and you tagged along uh, on my walk yeah. <laughs> to uh, La Salinas village. And it, it's really nice, way nicer than I thought it'd be. Way nicer than I was expecting. You've been before, but everything was shut up. Yeah. I've never been. It's the first time I've been, and I've been for a walk a few times now. It's a lovely walk down the front mm. and back along the sea. So, what is it, half an hour, 45 minutes? Yeah. Um, we did walk around the village into the church, beautiful church. Not seen it open before, but you have a chance to go to one of the nicest churches in Coletta. Uh, and again, we'll put a photo on. Yeah, it's like a little chapel. The first time ever, Los Caracolitos, I said that right, um, restaurant was open, so we had a drink in there. And that's a fantastic restaurant as well. Highly recommended. Mm. Well, we sat and had a drink there. Yeah, and quite a lot of people was. A lot of people mm. on the beach. Mm. Uh, we didn't go in the Salt Museum, we had to walk around the Salt Museum. Mm. And again, walking back from there into Coletta, 40 minutes on the seafront, mm. lovely walk, um, highly recommended. Um, some people were threatening to run it, but I didn't really see the run it on. 
You were going to run? No. But no. you didn't? No. I didn't. You didn't? No. And then we walked back to the Atlantic Coast Centre. Mm. Which again, disappointing that some places have shut down in there. Hopefully that can recover. Some places have shut down, but new ones have opened. Yeah, but Ocean like, shut away. Yeah, Ocean View shut away. Your favourite restaurant of all restaurants in Puerto Ventura. Well, the one you've probably been in more than any other restaurant in Puerto Ventura. We only really like that one because when we first went, that's where we had dinner all the time. Yeah, we retained it. It's always been good. It's always mm. good quality food in there. Every English menu, it's good quality food. Mm. So it's, I mean, that, that shows the state of the city of a place where such a long-standing restaurant closed down. Mm. Uh, but I'm sure others will open. I'm sure recovery and other other places will open. I mean, there was a couple open while we we're there. New, new um, retail open. So there is people still looking all the time. Mm. Well, there were some new shops in it, and it never seemed dead. There were always people in it, and shops were opening. Yeah. Spa were always quite busy. Yeah. Uh, relatively. Mm. I mean, we have seen it busy, but it, it was Christmas time. Mm. So I don't, I don't think it was dead in there, but it, you could notice it not at full capacity. I think one of the things that stood out for me was like this Fletcher and Gito. Last Christmas, when went Christmas Day, you couldn't move. You couldn't get a table. People waiting for tables this time, it was easy. Same time, same place, mm. but plenty of tables available. Mm. Uh, and that's just because of the volume of people there. And the walk along the front, as you know, that's my favourite walk. Very, very quiet. Uh, did say hello to a lot of people on there. Uh, all, all the bars and restaurants on the front in Coletta, uh, Beach Cafe, Smile, all open, mm. but not as, not as busy as normal. No. Man. It's just confusion, isn't it? And, and the people not being able to go over there. It's just stopping everything. But I'm sure, I'm sure it'll return. I'm sure we'll get, get everything. Vaccines pumped into people, we'll get back to normal. Mm. And then we had, before we came on, we had Brexit as well. Jab and go. We went to 1st of January, 31st December, Brexit came in. Mm-hmm. Um, but no changes at the airport coming back. No, nothing. It was just like coming back into normal. Crap weather coming in then. It was. Um, I mean, they didn't want to see your um, public, your public health tracker form. So they did sure after that. Where that is filled in. I'm not. Don't know how long that's going to go on for. I would think all through twenty twenty one. Yeah. To see that coming back into the country. Yeah, that's found on UK. Gov.uk, the public health contact form for arriving into the UK needs to be done by everyone, same as the Spanish QR health form needs to be done by everyone for departing and arriving and obviously tests. That's going to throw a spanner in the works, isn't it? Testing the on test, arrival. The testing's going to throw, yeah, a real spanner in the works. Even if people, when they get tested to go out, it's difficult to get. Imagine if you're out there with family with three kids and you bring them all tested to come back to the UK. Mm. One, there's not that many places do testing. How would you know where to get a test? They'll have to be advertised, I suppose. Exactly. People advertise it out there, but from what I can get at the moment, there's not that many tests. It's about. No. But it's not like you can't have 
their equivalent of an NHS one. No. Because you can't have their health ones unless you have health insurance. But they are cheaper over there than over here. They are. And there is a few clinics you can get them at, but you, we've got to wait until full guidance is published. And obviously, as soon as it is, we will re- relay that out on our Facebook page immediately. And um, we're still waiting to hear what tests, the rumours going around, they're going to be antigen, lamp, PCR, anything. If it is antigen, I guess it makes it a little bit easier because you can order them here and take them with you. Yeah. Let, let's, let's hope it gets sorted and let's hope um, the vaccine gets into people. We were talking to people out there and, and a lot of the, the locals, um, some of them were a little bit, oh, we don't want people to come out. It, it's safe at the minute. There's no deaths. It, it, let's keep it safe. But others were like us. The economy is so badly affected that we do need to sort it out as quickly as possible and get people back to the island. We did talk to a, a property person out there who were saying there's no effective property prices at the minute. We are going to do a an episode on, 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 on what you need to do now in terms of buying property, in terms of rules, regulations, uh, after Brexit transition. We, we'll do that in the near future because a lot of people have asked. But all we can say is let's hope it gets better. Mm. Let's hope people can get back out there. If you are, but don't be afraid to go now. If you can if afford, you can go. if you can go, if you have got your residency, if you can, can afford... Test both ways. Obviously, now England's in national restrictions. I don't think you can go anywhere. We're not going to go in. I'm not talking about now. I'm not talking no. about next three months. I'm going to say don't go during national lockdown. It's not. It's against the rules. Well, not if you're resident, you can go. No, you are because you're advised against international travel. Right, but if you're a Spanish resident, you can get back. No, and then if we go back into tiers, tier four areas cannot travel abroad. Well, let's just hope this pandemic get sorted pretty quickly then mm-hmm. and we can all get back out there and let's hope the island can hang on as much as we can mm. so we can go I know we're like coming to the end but pretty kind of clip and collect isn't it <laughs> what over there <laughs> yeah we've had a try Mercury don't want to do it yeah we can't deliver to the UK oh no we can't pick up a pizza from a pomerola and bring it back to the UK no can you Um. I know we're coming to the end, but we didn't talk about, like, um, the stars. What? Stars? Stars. Go on, then. Talk about the stars. Well, no, it's just, when we were there, we were there during the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn. Whatever that means. Where Jupiter and Saturn, the two planets, got virtually lined up to each other to create the Bethlehem star. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know if anyone else saw it, but we saw it, and it, you must admit... We put it out on our Facebook page. I know, that's what I'm on now. Yeah. Um, we put loads of photos. It was impressive. The best photos we could get. It's quite hard. It was impressive. Mm. Can, I, can I admit it was impressive? Yeah. I've seen the two planets smack bang next to each other. Um, but that's why again for each other. The skies are so... Yeah, if clear. you don't know, the Canaries are one of the rated best places in the world for astronomy. There's a massive, one of the biggest telescopes in the world in Gran Canaria yeah. that are used by NASA, ESA. The, one of the most important telescopes in the world is in, the, uh, in Gran Canaria. Not as good as mine, obviously. As good as yours, your massive thing you've got on there. It's good, though. Oh, it's I'm, brilliant, it's fantastic. I do get some 
good pictures. Well, a bit biased. So that was, that, was that your highlight of your time there? The, the conjunction of no, no. The highlight of my time there was being there over Christmas, but I did enjoy that. Every night I'm out with my telescope, oh, are, yeah. taking pictures of the moon. Yeah. So I want one for here, but the skies aren't clear enough to get one over here. No, you use about three weeks a year. Yeah. Of the you use it fifty-two weeks a year. Yeah, every night if I'm lucky. So for for now, um, we've we've talked about. The islands we've talked about, what we've got up to, um, it's just as good as ever. It's a fantastic place. Good luck to everybody out there at the moment. Good luck to all the bar owners, the restaurant owners, the retail operators. Hopefully, you can last through this pandemic. Hopefully, we can see people back to the island again. Hopefully, we can talk about it. Can people keep talking about it on the Facebook pages, on the Twitter pages? Let's let's bully up the island. Let's meet. Don't, let's not forget about it. Let's let's make sure we can talk about the bars and restaurants, talk about what to see, what to do, and hopefully when it, it does open up, some by some hopefully we'll get more people going out to Fuerteventura than any other island in the Mediterranean. Uh, we do need people there. We do need um, visitors. It's just as good a place as anywhere else in Spain, uh, anywhere else in Mediterranean, anywhere else in in America. So, um, for us, anything else to say, Owen, at this nope. stage? Okay. So, thanks, guys. 2020 was the year we launched our podcast, talking about the wonderful island of Third Ventura. We've now had over 3,000 downloads, 3,100 downloads yeah. from people all across the world. All across the four corners, seven continents, well, not. In obviously fact, not Antarctica. We've suddenly... Must have discovered a fan club in Brazil because we've had quite a few Brazilian downloads over the past month or so, which is great. Uh, South American experts, obviously, they speak Spanish mm -hmm. in Brazil, so it's good. Portuguese. Yeah, Portuguese, Spanish. Many thanks to all those who have taken the time to listen. It has been a pleasure putting together all our episodes so far. And we're looking to do more of them during hopefully a better 21, better 2021 for all of us, when hopefully we can return in large numbers. To support the people, the businesses, and our favourite place once again. Uh, we will keep putting posts on Facebook, on Twitter. We are looking to plan a number of podcasts, get different people involved, provide information out for people. Uh, we hope you enjoy listening. Please download, uh, please follow us, please increase our numbers. Like our Facebook page uh, at Habermas Forty Ventura, you do the Twitter. At Habermas Forty. On Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. Um, we will post quite a lot of pictures this time. We need to take quite a lot of different pictures. So please like, please share. Um, stay we'll, safe. I think that's the most important message you can put out there. Stay you, safe. Stay safe. Don't forget about the island and think about booking for later this year. Uh, the island needs you. We all need it. And we all need to go back. It's the best place in the world. But do stay safe. But do stay safe. Yeah. So from Chris, stay at home. Save lives. Stay safe. Yeah. That's so, not the message. Okay. That's not, that's not, the, catchphrase. That's not right. the catchphrase. Very good. The amount of briefings you've watched, you should know the catchphrase. Okay. So from Chris. And Erin. I've been also to Adios for this episode. See you in the future.